Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Many of us have those stubborn pounds that seem impossible to lose, no matter how good we eat or how hard we work out. My solution is Plush Care. Plush Care is a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. They can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wagovi and Zepbound for those who qualify. Plus, they accept most insurance plans. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. This episode of ASAP was sponsored by The Drop, where you can find all your latest in fashion, home, skate, and tech. Don't forget to enter code SHOWASAP at checkout for an additional 10% off your order. At the drop.com. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. We're very happy to be here this evening to honor a very wonderful man. A man which we all love so very much. started thank you for tapping into this episode of asap another sean island podcast make sure you follow asap on twitter and instagram at here asap that is h-e-a-r-a-s-a-p you can also stay connected by following and posting with hashtag here asap and if you haven't already please make sure you hit that subscribe button and don't forget to rate and give asap that five-star rating all right, Sean here with my co-host. Itali. Itali, let me ask you this question. We're going to switch things over a bit. If you had the choice to have sex in front of your parents for $10 million mm. or ten k a month for the next decade, what are you choosing? Ooh. ten k for the next 10 years, for the next decade, or $10 million to have sex in front of your parents, what are you choosing? Okay, now, like... You gotta turn our phones off. Nigga, that's your phone. That's <laughs> not mine. Mine's on vibrate. Yep. Uh, shit, like, I, I think I'm gonna take the 10K, 10K a month. 10K a month? Yeah, I'm gonna take the 10K Instead a month. Instead of $10 million, $10 million to have sex in front of your parents... 10k a month for the next 10 years for the next decade yeah you're taking a 10k a month i'm taking a 10k you know 10k a month for the next 10 years is what a million and 1.2 million dollars i think that's my math versus 10 million dollars just up front i mean in front of your parents because me dog i mean I know myself. I don't want. I don't want ten million. But like, is that getting taxed though up front? Is the ten no, million getting taxed? Just, 10 just straight clean. Cold hard cash. Oh, and yeah. I'm taking the ten million. I'm thinking to have of, sex in front of your parents. So the ten k. That's I gotta have sex in front of my folks too. But yeah, nigga, you you fuck and your mom and dad is right there, like on some voyeur sicko shit, watching you fuck for ten million bucks. You. Yeah, I do it. Okay, okay, okay. I think I'll do it too. Yeah, no, I, I know I would do it. I would. I, my dad would be like, "Nigga, if you don't do it, what I the know, fuck huh? is your problem? <laughs> what the fuck is wrong with you?" I think my mom. It- <laughs> See the thing with my mom, like, so I would probably like if my mom's there. I, I like honestly like. I'll probably try to give her some wine so she can fall asleep. <laughs> you said some wine? Some wine or something to fall asleep or something like that in, in the middle of it. You feel me? So she don't have to really, you know, because that's, that's kind of fucked up. You know, moms would be probably true. My pops would just be like. I think both my parents would be like, nigga, you better go out there and give the performance <laughs> of your life. Because you know what? It's going to benefit them. Yeah, they gonna we all gonna eat good, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, we all gonna, yeah. it's 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 gonna be beneficial to the whole family. So they get it, they understand, they still love us. I'm glad, I'm glad you we got the we made the same choice on that because one of our followers um hit us up on Twitter and asked that question. 
So if you guys got any questions you want to ask us, any stupid questions or like some serious advice, you could always um, hit us up on social media. Hashtag ask ASAP. That's what we're going to use. We're going to roll with that if you guys want to ask us some questions. Just switching things up a bit. But speaking of the decade, what are your 10 top albums of the decade? What have... So am I gonna go? So so do I go to us? So I put I I give you my number ten, and you give your number ten. Is that how we gonna ride? Yeah, I mean, um, cause I got my list, man. Uh, who's your number ten? Who who you rock? Okay, with? so I'm going first. So I'm yeah. gonna give you all ten, or am I gonna give them one? I'm gonna give you all ten. No, let's, okay, let's, okay. No, this is what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna give you all ten. This is in random order, and I am going to let you interject or let you add your opinion or whatever. And I'm going to give you my 10 and I'm going to give you a reason why I picked these 10. Okay. So they're, they're in, you're, you're going off a random order. Or you're going you, random order. Random okay. Order. Okay. I don't think one is greater than others. So I picked for, this is cliche too. I picked Beyonce, her album came out of December of 2013. The best song on the album is XO to me. I, I picked that album. I mean, sonically it's Beyonce. I think it's one of her, I think it's her best project, actually. And just sonically, it's a great album. And it changed the game, how she released the album. You know what I mean? We woke up one day in December. Not woke up, it came up around 9 o'clock. She just dropped it on iTunes. Yeah, she put that shit all up in in everybody's face. It was just like, here, nigga, here's a full pie of some brand new Beyonce. I know you wasn't ready for it, but. Out of nowhere. Voila. Right before the holiday. That changed the game. Um, That was powerful. It was dope. She gave us a visual and a fucking, a visual to every song in a complete album. And I mean, my boys is on there. Timberland, Pharrell, you know, did the bulk of the album. Ryan Tedder did EXO. The visuals was amazing. It just changed. And then just how she, the rollout, how she, you know, nobody has done that since. I mean, people tried to roll out visual albums and stuff, but they just didn't hit as hard as Beyonce's. But I think that that really changed. Um, or that made the that made the record execs, the industry, and just the consumer, kind of like, oh shit! How it just popped out, it came out of nowhere. You know what I mean? It dominated the charts for the following year of 2014. Um, it was just an amazing, amazing. I mean, I could go on and on. And on. So you think that you two. think that you think that that was like that kind of set the bar for like? Oh rollouts? yeah, definitely. It set the bar. It changed. Mm-hmm. It changed the it changed the game. It set the bar. I mean, it just solidified. We already knew she was great anyway, but it just further solidified her impact in music and in culture as a artist, as a black woman, a mother, a wife, as a Beyonce. Yeah, it was just it was you know. But let's not let's let me go to the next one. Um, I picked number two, Kendrick Lamar. Damn. That came out in April of 2017. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> that was dope, man. I think that, um, I mean, it, yeah, I know I fuck with Kendrick. He's from the city. We're from the same place. Mm-hmm. He, he just dope. He, um, it, it was just dope. It was just a dope album. The production was was dope. Um, you know, some standout joints on that was DNA. The video was dope as fuck. You know what I mean? Um, his videos from this album kind of reminded me a lot of Missy Elliott videos with Dave Myers with the over-exaggerated cartoony type of concepts and shit. Mm-hmm. But Kendrick Lamar lyrically, you know what I'm saying? Like I said before, he rides that line of commercial lyricism, hip-hop. He does it really, really well. And he does that visually too as well. Just dope. So damn, that's that's my, my second. I picked Justin Timberlake 2020. That came out in March two- Ooh. 2013. I forgot all about that one. Yeah, man. Y'all, y'all sleep. Justin, people be able to give Justin credit. He in the studio cooking up something now. I seen him with Meek Mill back with, I mean, he never left Timberland and Pharrell, but that album, 2020, I mean, double album, Um, again, produced by Timberland. Just amazing shit. You know what I mean? Um, I think he's one of the greatest of all times. <laughs> I know you guys go hate me for that, but... Wait, wait, wait! Greatest of all time. The greatest of all time, Justin Timberlake. That's just I'm. I'm not it's just singer down. or just just, just all around, around, just overall, just overall. All around singer, performer, um, songwriter, 
Hmm. I mean, he's just dope. Man. Like the, he just he puts out quality work. He doesn't when you have when you don't have to put out an album every year or every two years or even every three to four years, and you put you drop one and it sells and it does its numbers and the reception is critically acclaimed. You're you're a real artist. You know what I mean? He's not like the other guys that has to release some shit to stay relevant all the time. He's an actual star. So Justin Timberlake, let me go to the next one though. We we'll go back to that later. <laughs> I don't know. That's the bold. That's a bold. No, no, it's a bold no. claim. We Justin Timberlake. I'm not backing down from that one. <laughs> I picked uh Jay Z Magna Carta that came out July 2013. Let me guess, because Justin's on there. Too much detail on that one. Um, we already know what it is with Jay Z. <laughs> And JT. I mean, you can't have a top 10 list of anything without Jay-Z. Nah, facts, and facts. a top 10 list, you know what I mean? I still, I do think that album was whack, though. Which one he came out with? The last Don't, one? The 444? What was it called? 444. Yeah, he could have, that was, I didn't like that. You didn't like 444? It was cool, but it was like, it just, I didn't listen to it. I listened to it like the first month it came out, and I didn't go back and listen to it. Is that because you didn't like the producers that worked on this track, um, on this, probably, on this project. Probably, I'm so used to hearing a type of Jay Z sound, and I think that that's probably why. Wow, I didn't even think about that like that. That's oh, exactly you're smart, man. See, this is why you are <laughs> a right hand man. I didn't think about that. Oh shit! I'm noticing a pattern with you, Sean. Oh wow! I'm noticing a pattern with you, bro. I I I I like artists who have sounds, like who have like who have. I like a sound. I like an artist. I listen to an artist. I listen to any type of artist and they have a sound that matches I just like a sound I like to identify with it I like to hear music just a beat and I'm like okay this is a Jay-Z song or this is a Tim song or this is a Nas song or a Lady Gaga song just by the music and then sure enough you know the vocal happens and you're like okay I knew this was I like that I like to identify music like that yeah, I know you so, was a Magna Carta ass nigga. I know you was a Magna. <laughs> I, I everything, but just just knowing oh, you, yeah. just knowing you as far as the whole thing goes with that with that project, how how it rolled out and it, like yeah, that just, rollout was this, amazing. I I know, like I'm starting to. The more I hang around you, bro, like the more I'm starting to pick up little shit, like as far as your the rollout, your taste making, and, and everything that goes into a lot of your choices with different things. And I I really yeah, I I kind of. Figured you was going to have Magna Carta. I do, I do love too. I do love a good rollout. I love a good yeah. promotional rollout. Um, I like the traditional album rollout. I like the fucking innovative rollout. Because I remember when Jay Z rolled out this Magna Carta, he had to fucking um deal with Samsung. Yeah, and everybody was trying to and like who the fuck? Who I mean, who was really trying to? You know what I'm saying with Samsung? Like yeah, who I was mean, really? I think he did something with that though. Like he like I was. It was like a million. I can't believe I remember this too. It was, it was like, the streams. It was the it was like a million before it even released. Yeah, like pre-orders or some shit. Yeah, and even though I wasn't one of those Samsung people, I liked. I appreciated the innovation of the roll on just the thought. You know what I mean? And the the tech aspect behind it. I thought that was just dope. And then of course, you know, the production on Magna Carta, Timberland and Pharrell had some joints on there. Just Blaze. I just it was just dope. Even the I like the album cover. I like the fucking visuals that he provided for that album. It was just dope. So that was Jay-Z. That was my number four, Magna Carta. Um, so my number five is Dumb Blonde. Are you familiar with Dumb Blonde? Dumb Blonde. No, I'm not. It's kind of underground. It was, uh, it wasn't, uh, what's, it was independent release, Dumb Blonde. So Dumb Blonde, if you guys are listening and you guys I feel like a lot of my followers probably are my a lot of my listeners may know who this is because I kind of talked about it over the years. So Dumb Blonde is Aubrey O'Day and Shannon Beck from Danny D. Kane, the two white girls. And they broke off and did a uh did a group. Like it was like a white changing faces. <laughs> remember changing faces? Yeah, I remember changing faces. So the album was hard. The rollout was dope for it to be an independent uh project. The rollout was perfect. It was seamless. They had a little tour. They had like five visuals that came out when they dropped it. Um, the visuals were dope. The production was hard. The production was hemmed by um, them joints from Compton and Candice Pillay. Candice Pillay is from South Africa, so it was just dope. It was just a, it was a sound. It was a a dope pop, pop music type of 
new wave mm. r&b it was just dope it was a dope dope album dumb blonde so you guys check that out dumb the blonde. visual is very visual and everything may not be your type of music Atali, but it, it yo but i'm shit. always i'm open you feel me like i'm always open ears and you know I'm, check it out if you put me on to some shit i ain't okay, on then, so yeah, yeah it's a it's a dope album dumb okay blonde. okay um so that was my number five my number my number six is snoop dogg bush that came out in may 2015 that was just a fun great album I mean, Snoop Dogg, he from the West. For real, the whole album, of course. This <laughs> Nick, yo. <laughs> <laughs> and, but, and some, some people will argue and say that the whole album sounds like one big song. And it probably does, but it was just a good listening album. Um, it was something to cruise to. Pharrell did his thing on the album. Um, of course, Snoop did his thing on the, Snoop is just dope as fuck. Snoop can't do no wrong to me. Was JT on that album, too? I mean, what happened? Was JT on that album? Justin too? Timberlake was on the album. Gwen Stefani, Ti, Charlie Wilson. I hope y'all y'all need to get y'all need to fucking come on and get interviewed by Sean already, <laughs> okay? Because this is like it don't get any better with this. Y'all y'all need to come through and and sit down and have a talk with with uh with me and Sean, man. So we can definitely you know man. what I'm saying. Really? Get them in the studio. You can't. Yeah. You guys can't smoke in the studio, and you niggas that come up here don't be bringing a hundred people with you because. They would not let you in. <laughs> but yeah, the Snoop, Snoop Bush, that came out 2015. Um, just a dope album. One of my favorite videos, you know, I, I, I play around with um, a lot of like CGI and um, After Effects and um, what else do I do? Oh, video editing. So I, I edit videos, basically. So one of his uh, videos on his album, So Many Pros, it was, the video is pretty dope. It's editing. It's very whatever just check it out so many pros snoop dogg dope dope album so that was my number what number was that five five yeah okay so my number six was i should leave this lot i'm gonna leave that one last so my number six was beck hyperspace that just came out in november 2019 i was in england when that came out in the uk that came out in november right after my birthday beck is dope he's another one from la i've always liked beck i liked beck since loser just dope um, album, again, produced by Pharrell. <laughs> but it's just a dope, innovative album. <laughs> I sound like a fucking fool. <laughs> it's dope. Beck is dope, though. I've been, people who know me know I've been fucking with Beck since the beginning of time. Album's dope. It's just a mood. It's very moody. It's very, uh, I like his voice, man. I like Beck. I've been fucking with Beck forever. Um, number six, or what number am I on? Number seven, uh. Miguel Kaleidoscope Dreams that came out September 12th. Okay, so the trend I've noticed, I didn't even notice this until I wrote this all down. All the people are from LA. <laughs> mm. Miguel's from LA too. Kaleidoscope Dreams though, 2012. Just dope, man. The best song, Adorn is one of those, that's like a top 10 non-related song of all time of mine. Yeah. Mine's. Miguel, he produced that too. He wrote and produced it. Uh, just a dope album. Miguel Kaleidoscope Dreams. Um, kind of alternative R&B. It was just, it's an innovative album. He got his own sound, you know what I mean? Um, I fuck with it. I fuck with yeah, it. Dope, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I hate to sure. say, I hate when people say he don't get his credit or he's underrated. I don't know. I don't know if he, I think he's fine the way he is because I think people who are in the industry, they recognize his talent and, you know, they recognize his music. All his shit is critically acclaimed. Miguel's just dope. Kaleidoscope Dreams. Um, Let me speed up. They're wrapping good. this up. Okay. Am I. I did it. I did it all. Okay. So my last album. Oh, okay. J. Cole, Force Hill. Force yeah. Hill, J. Cole. I was waiting. I, I was waiting. Cause I oh, know, yeah, I know I you, to. I know you, you know what I'm saying? I know, I know. That was September 11th too. That just changed the game. That kind of, um, mm -hmm. I think when people was losing hope, him and Kendrick, I said this in a previous episode, just changed the game. Um, just fresh hip hop, you know, um, and again, he writes and produces, obviously, he writes his shit, but he produces all his own work, too. So, like, and he's from fucking North Carolina. So, that kind of kind of threw, threw me off a little bit because he got, like, an East Coast, East Coast vibe. But I just, culturally, sonically, it was just a dope, solid project. And at the time it came out, too, the time it came out, September 2011, it was very... um. I don't know what was going on around that time, it was, but it was a significant time where there was like a shift in hip hop. Okay, so yeah, it's J. Cole. I don't know the name of the songs, so I'm having a brain fart. But of course, then the last one, and this is cliche, 
Nipsey Hussle victory lap, February 2018. Everybody's from LA except Jay Z, <laughs> Dumb Blonde, Justin Timberlake, and Beyonce. And J. Cole. Okay, so half is from LA. But yeah, Nipsey Hussle victory lap. Um, last time that I checked, Double Up, of course. I think Double Up is probably one of the best songs. I, I think Double Up. You know Double Up? Yeah. That song is dope as fuck. I like, I like, uh, Dom Kennedy a lot. People talk shit about him. But I like Dom Kennedy. Um, the production on that was dope. The fucking um belly on that was dope. Uh I mean the video, the visual, everything about that song is dope. Double up. And last time I checked was a dope shit. Was a dope song too. Um and just, you know, I mean, I think that that I could have a whole Nipsey episode because, you know, I'm from LA, so I was around seeing shit like that but just the time it came out the timing um sonically was a good album i don't think it was his best work ever but i i just think like everything that encompassed the timing and, and the project and the rollout and you know um it was definitely la yeah i'm, yeah. I'm not from here and i i really feel i feel like la vibe and energy every time i you know saying i'm bump nip and I felt the same way about Victor Villa. I mean, it's it's not one of my 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 picks, but I agree with you about the feel and the vibe of that. Dedication was a dope song too. Yeah. I so I think the I think the Nipsey Victory Lap is more um of a like the just the timing and what happened and the legacy and the LA and the vibe and you know and then the anticipation of his first studio album too. His first and his only studio album. What I hope they don't, so that was my 10, but what I hope they don't do, we could literally do a whole episode about Nipsey Hussle. I hate when niggas die and they try to piece together some music. <laughs> that, oh, yeah. So I hope they don't do this with Nipsey Hussle. I kind of feel like they are because I was reading. They, they had like 40 songs. Uh, they, they, they had 40 songs for the album. And um, it was going to release another project by the, the end of the year. Mm-hmm. But if he recorded 40 songs and had 40 songs for this album, that means that there's a lot of uncut, unmastered work. And I hope that they don't, I hope who's ever in charge of his estate don't, I don't, then these niggas, how they, these niggas record music too. I don't know. But anyway, that's a whole, that's a whole another episode. But that was my 10, man. Um, I have some honorable mentions. My honorable mention. Um, so I have, and I don't know if I liked it, and I've been putting this a lot on my Instagram lately. I don't know if I made this an honorable mention. Okay, I made it an honorable mention sonically. It's, it's my my favorite album from from her. Nicki Minaj, Pink Friday, Roman Reloaded. I mean, she held down the, the female rap game for, you know, the last decade. We mm-hmm. got to give that to her. The production on the album was dope. She was creative. Of course, um, the the visuals she provided for that album. Mm-hmm. Again, the production, her, you know, doing that pop shit was dope. Um, then fucking flowing, you know, she was just dope. That was dope. That was my honorable mention. But, um, I don't know about, so that's an honorable mention though. That's not my top 10. I like Tanashi. So in case we die, that came in February, 2012. That was dope to me. Um, I like Lady Gaga born this way. I don't know if I like that because of, um, oh, I just the, the cultural impact that Lady Gaga had, you know. So you don't have decade. you don't have her on there on your list at all, Lady Gaga. Wait, say it again. You don't have Lady Gaga on your list. She's an honorable mention. She's an honorable mention, and it, that's more so because of the impact of what she's done. You know, all the records she sold and shit like that, and just the sound of pop music, mm. making pop music fun again and shit with the stupid costumes and shit <laughs> and the videos and the money she's putting into her visuals and stuff. That was dope seeing that um, with Lady Gaga. And then, like, Drake. I didn't know what Drake album to pick, but Drake definitely owned, you know, the Wow. But I kind of feel like with Drake, kind of... Um, Not one album? You didn't even mention him. So in- this is the issue with Drake. This is okay. the issue I have with Drake. Okay. I say this a lot on my Instagram with a lot of... Uh, if you guys are not following me on Instagram, follow me at Sean Allen Live. But a lot of artists and producers and songwriters... They do like they make the same songs over and over and over mm-hmm. and over and over, and that's what Drake has done. Drake has made the same. His albums kind of all kind of like J Cole. That's why I couldn't name a song. I, they kind of all run together concurrent. 
Yeah, I I feel. I mean, he has I'm not, five. I'm not. I'm not. A, I'm not. A, I'm not like a super diehard Drake fan. I'm, I'm, but Drake does his thing though. No, I'm not. A, I'm, yeah. I, nah, Drake is good. Drake is dope, man. Drake Drake makes good fucking music. Drake makes the amazing the amazing five songs over and over and over and over and over and over. He's been doing that for the past ten years. I mean, what I mean, every every artist has some some type of formula that they follow. Uh, definitely, but like it's. I mean, I don't know. I I feel like I get what you're saying, but I don't really. I feel like, and that's gonna go on my. I mean, I don't have. I mean, like, I'm not like, you know, what I'm saying like my list isn't like Drake, 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 but. He had he had some albums that that can withstand you know some time, like um, some full albums that I think that can really that can really go, that could really what, like. So what's the best Drake album to you? Well, I mean, it, you want me to give I mean, you my I like list? Scorpion. You, you I, me, I enjoyed Scorpion. You, nah, I, nah, nah, nah. Thank, I for me, thank what me I, later was dope. Thank me later. Timberland well, did the that song. On so that album. so do. So do I just go into my list or do you, you want yeah, me to go into your list? Go right, into your right. list. So fuck it. Since since we, you know what I'm saying? So I kind of ranked my albums kind of kind of in order. Uh, okay. I was kind of torn because I listen to a lot of different genres of music and you know, I like R&B the most outside of, you know, hip hop and everything like that. But um so fuck it. I didn't put them in any particular order. I just went down from you know what I like the most, from at least starting off from you know the least to what I like the most. So, um, start off with uh, "Black Messiah" by D'Angelo and the Vanguard. That's a good one. Um, Gets a little boring at times, but yeah, but you know, for it's just it, I felt excited because you know the impact and yeah, that time and you know. Um, he went on a hiatus, man. I was just like, yo, where the fuck is D'Angelo? And I think that that was a good moment, you know what I'm saying, for R&B and Soul. And um, it came out in 2014, but one of the songs on that project that really stood out to me was A Thousand Deaths. Um, very powerful intro. Um, Fred Hampton's on there. You can hear some things that he's saying that's being quoted um, on the end, like the kind of like the beginning stages of the song. Uh, Khalil Abdul Muhammad, he's on there speaking some powerful words and some powerful truths that really, you know, kind of shook me and woke me up. And um, yeah, man, that 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 project to me was just like perfect for like the 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 vibe of Black Renaissance kind of like coming. That coming was into dope. The, yeah. yeah, like I really like it was powerful. It moved me, bro. It really had me thinking and really like. Questioning I wish a lot of I shit. wish he would have like. I wish he would have like. And D'Angelo's not the type of artist for me to say this, but I wish he would have like toured or like gave us like visuals or, you know what I mean? I wish it was like some type of more interaction. Yeah. More interactive. But I guess he's not, he doesn't do that. Any, like he's not, he doesn't have to do that. You know what I mean? Yeah. Nah. If you're looking for plump lips that last, you need to know about Juvederm Lip Fillers. With Juvederm Volbella XC and Juvederm Ultra XC, your lip look, whether it's subtle or bold, can last up to one full year with optimal treatment and no additional maintenance. Find a licensed specialist and see if it's right for you at Juvederm.com today. That's J-U-V-E-D-E-R-M.com. Add fullness to lips in adults over 21 with Juvederm Volbella XC or Juvederm Ultra XC. Do not use if you have severe allergies or a history of severe allergic reactions, or if you you're allergic to lidocaine or the proteins used in Juvederm. Tell your doctor if you have a history of scarring or taking medicines that decrease the body's immune response or that can prolong bleeding. Common side effects include injection site redness, swelling, pain, tenderness, firmness, lumps, bumps, bruising, discoloration, or itching. As with all fillers, there's a rare risk of unintentional injection into a blood vessel, which can cause vision abnormalities, blindness, stroke, temporary scabs, or scarring. For full, important safety information, visit Juvederm.com. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. 
So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water it starts to just taste bland and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness. And they come in five different flavors. They're so good. Wild berry, acai grape, pineapple mango, lemon, and mandarin orange. My favorite is the wild berry because I just, I just love a berry. So if you're like me and you're drinking water all day, then try Splash Refresher. It's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you. I totally, I totally agree. I wanted more from it. You know what I'm saying? I wanted to really, and maybe there is some type of, excuse me, maybe there is some type of link or something that I haven't really, you know, came across, but I, uh, I really enjoyed that project and it really like sparked a lot of conversation. It just had me like up and like really researching this shit. You feel me? Um, after that, I had a uh, nostalgia slash ultra by Frank Ocean. Okay. Came out 2011. Uh, Nova Kane. That was my shit. Nova Kane was like one of those songs where everyone and their mom had a fucking remix to it. Um, <laughs> that changed the game. That, it, that- it's Nova Kane really like. Frank Ocean, when he first came out, that was like, oh shit. It, it, that fuck, the lyrics in the song is just like, if that shit don't hit you, it, it makes you just really think. You just start thinking, like, damn, like. I liked, uh, I can't wait to fuck you in the garden. Oh, yeah. You remember that? Yeah. You know, Brandy sung back up on that. I did not know that. Yeah. So when you listen to it, it's like, oh shit. I found I that out know like that. 10 years later, too. And I looked, so when I listen to a song, I'm like, I'm listening to a new song all over again. So I'm listening to it. I'm like listening for Brandy. I'm like, oh shit, she was in the background. Yeah, she's Yo, in the background of that song. That's wild. Now I'm going to play that song as soon as I get up out of here and, and see and listen. So yeah, that was, that was my, um, one of my favorite tracks off that project. Just the subject matter is crazy. You feel me? Just the certain things that, when I moved to LA, I really felt this, 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 this vibe that I was getting from Nova King. Like, yeah, it was, was really, dope. it really spoke to me. You feel me? Um, so my next selection was "Control" by SZA. Um, okay. TDE, I like shout out to TDE. Yeah, TDE. You know, West Coast. Uh, SZA, man. I mean, besides her vibe is just is way, way, way chill. Um. And as you can see, like my first three selections is you know it's kind of laid back type of you know vibe and, and bring your and sleeping scene. back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, that project came out 2017. Control and my my favorite track off that joint was uh, Garden. Say it like that. Okay. You know what song I'm talking about? Uh, yeah, I mean, I'm be keep it positive. She's dope. I really don't. She's dope. That's cool. So, hey. like, so my thing with SZA is What's like, thing, dog? she came out around this time with these. I like I picked I picked Janae over SZA. I feel like I couldn't have both of them, so I picked Janae over SZA. And I feel like that, like, even though Janae's been out, over, but they kind of fall in that same yeah, you know what that I mean lane. You so know I feel like saying? the push for both of them came at the same time, and I picked one. I couldn't have both of them. I just think that. That 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 control project was just like I that mean, was dope though. It changed the game. It really, I mean, from a visual aspect too. Yeah. She has a, a like a very soulful fairy tale type of type of vibe. You feel me? And I like at the end of that song. She had her mom on there. 
I actually mom was enjoyed that there. video that Solange directed of hers. Um, Which one did she di- She directed. <laughs> what? <laughs> what the fuck? Wait, wait. <laughs> I hear a song. <laughs> <laughs> My niece used to sing that. What's that? The weekend song. Oh, oh, okay. Solange okay. did that video. The video was stupid, but I liked it. Yeah, it was, you know, a little catchy, a little quirky, a little cute little video. They played that shit out. And we, we, uh, what's they they play everything out nowadays. That bro. was dope. Though. That was a good. I actually did enjoy that song, and I enjoyed the um one with Travis Travis Scott. Was the one? Oh, I need, I need. Yeah, that was dope, bro. It's a good control. Was a was a dope project. One of my, I, I liked it. You feel me? That was just it was for me. Um, speaking of Solange, it's funny you mentioned that because I have uh Solange is my next pick, and uh, with uh, seat at the table. That's a dope album. Um, that whole album, bro, the fact that she had Master P on there yeah. during In the Lose, really spitting that knowledge. I and love gems. fucking con- conceptual albums. Yeah. And that whole everything with the visuals and just, just, just it was a it was like, bro, it was definitely for us. Like this album yeah. was definitely for us. And I was just like And she took her time, man. Oh yeah, she definitely took her time yeah, with this shit. I, I enjoyed that. A lot of thought, a lot of thought went into this project. And um, one of my favorite songs on there is uh, is Mad, featuring Lil Wayne. Yeah, yeah, that was dope. Cause it's it's letting us know like, yo, it's it's okay to be mad. Like being mad isn't isn't a bad thing. Right, right. You know, especially what's been going on <laughs> right now <laughs> with everything in, in just you know America and across the world, bro. It's a lot of crazy shit going on. So it's just like. There's there's gonna be a lot of things that's gonna make you mad and, and and it's fine. That's that's a perfectly normal emotion to have. And um I fuck with that project. My next one is uh Forest Hill Drive by J. Cole that came out twenty fourteen. Oh, J. Cole get a, a star. You already know, you already <laughs> know, bro. You feel me? Like I rock with J. Cole, that whole project from top to bottom. Um, it was a mood. It was like like I felt like he took me to Forest Hills Drive. Not to sound corny or nothing, but I felt like like I was in the car with this nigga ride to his neighborhood. You feel me? Just because the way the storytelling went and it's certain songs. One of my favorite songs is Fire Squad. Fire Squad, I could relate to that song so much. And the hook, it was the hook that caught me. Nigga, why you acting like a whole... Know that I'm a ride for you. Either way it go. You know that you know what I'm talking about? Like Tell me girl like Yeah, like that brings back a memory. Bro, like that hook, the hook to that song and just what he's saying is just like it make you just like wanna go get that shit, bro. It make you really lock in and key in. So I could relate to that song so much trying to cause you know it's hard being a creator, bro, like trying to balance relationships right. and really still cater to what you love to do and putting that time and energy in it so so you know that's bringing back that's bringing back a a vivid memory yeah that whole j cole album don't drink and drive people (laughs) no (laughs) do not drink and drive please just call uber or lyft or have one of the homies drive you so uh my next my next choice is um anti by rihanna that came out 2016 that whole project the just the production you feel me like Rihanna be talking that real shit from both perspectives. And uh What's your favorite song there? I like work. Okay, that was dope. Yeah, work. That that that's not my favorite Rihanna album, but that that's a dope album. Timbo got a song there too. Oh my god. Snicker <laughs> Timbo, come up here and talk to this nigga Sean, please. Y'all need to come up here and let us just go ahead and, and knock out an interview real quick. What was that? What was the other what's 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 your favorites on that Rihanna, Rihanna album? Work, um, same old mistakes. That's dope. Same old mistakes. Um, you you know the original of that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tame Impala. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. I like that original, but I just feel like you know I could I I don't know, yo. It just sounded great on that album. Like it just meshed well with the with the project. And you know what's funny about that? That album is critically acclaimed. I'm sorry to cut you off. That's the everybody. That's everybody's favorite album. Uh, anti. How do you say anti or anti? Anti. Anti. That's everybody's like favorite album of all time, Rihanna album, whatever. But I just don't feel like they gave. I I, I wanted the album to be more like 
visual or more. I just don't. I kind of feel like they didn't promote it, even though it was a huge album, a huge success. I feel like it was successful because of the product and because of, you know, Rihanna. People fuck with Rihanna. She's one of the greatest. But I feel like something was missing about like that promotional rollout or something. I like. I don't know. I don't know. It just to me it deserved more. I like to kiss it better. You guys let that flop. That was she's not on fucking. You can't put that shit on Instagram. You know you play the music on Instagram. Yeah. None of Rihanna shit come up. But anyway, what's your next one? For real? What's your next one? None of it come That's up. That's fucked up. Oh, I it was her. That was a different album, um, for her because she wasn't on Stargate. Stargate wasn't on the album. So all those Rihanna albums kind of sound the same until that album. Anti, anti, because she was she worked with the same producers on most of all her albums. Mm-hmm. All her number one songs, except work, were produced by my Norwegian brothers. Stargate. Mm. But what's your next one? I, you that know, makes, I'm a music makes, nerd. Yeah, that makes sense, though. No, that makes sense. Um, my next one was uh, Watch the Throne by Kanye oh, and yeah, Jay. Yeah, yeah. Twenty eleven. You already know. You already know what track on there that that you what? know what I'm saying. I don't know. Niggas in Paris. Oh, of course, of course. Oh, you already know. That was dope, nigga. That was that's the song they did. That shit. What they performed it eleven times in Paris. Yeah. And they had like they they set the record, but uh, Travis Scott just recently he broke he broke the most songs played performed back to back. He did like um, Goosebumps, I think fifteen times. He performed that shit fifteen oh, wow. times during one set. Yeah, that shit was crazy. But uh. Watch the throne, yeah, yay and uh, Jay, niggas in Paris. I mean, that shit just always gets me hyped. You know what I'm saying? I wake up to that in the morning, go handle my biz. Um, my next choice will be on what number three. Uh, I'm gonna go with. I'm gonna go with damn. Who? Damn. Kendrick Lamar. Kendrick Lamar. Oh, star next to Kendrick um, Lamar. Yeah, bro. That shit won a, a Pulitzer. You feel me? So that was real big in hip hop. And um for that to to that's just some shit that's like historic, bro. Yeah. You feel me? Once like when I found that out, dog, it was like, wait a minute, what? Like, he really changed like that just brought a whole different perspective to to hip hop and just Oh like, yeah, definitely, man. It kinda made like it kinda What's you know? I mean, hip hop is already mainstream, but that uh, Pulitzer Prize that he won for that, right? Yeah, it kind of. I'm trying to say if I'm saying it right. It kind of like uh, further solidified, you know, black music and hip hop, and you know what I mean. The black message. I mean, I, I don't know. Just yeah, that was. I I, I understand the significance of that. Uh, then after that, I got uh Kanye, my beautiful dark twisted fantasy. Uh, that was one of my one of my favorite ones. That when came did out that come out twenty eleven. Okay, okay. Yeah, it came out. It came out twenty eleven. Um, and one of my favorite tracks on there was uh Monster. Of course, that's that's one of Nicki's dopest verse. Yeah, she bodied she that killed shit. that song. Yeah, that she, was her song. She bodied it. Yeah, she bodied it. You know, she held her own on there. You feel me? She really held it down. And my number one, Good Kid, Mad City. Oh, K-Dot. wow. Kendrick gets two. Yeah. I gave okay. two. I gave two. It was a tie between that and nothing was the same for me. It was okay. kind of like, not gridlock, but I think both, like, both albums can withstand the test of time. Just because in their own right, it, it just I could I could listen to both from start to finish, bro. Because they just both they was just so smoothly ran and, yeah. and the way they they way they put everything together, it was dope. Um, and on Good Kid, Mad City, my favorite track was uh, "Sing About Me." Okay, okay. Um, yeah, that whole thing was just like I felt that I feel like every. Every black man in America who grew up in the hood or, or knew somebody that grew up in the hood can relate to that that track. And it really, like, I can, I can see the picture that he was painting with that and his words. Just the whole thing. And um, I fuck with that. And 
my tiebreaker with nothing was the same was <laughs> um, all me, Drake, Big Sean, Two Chains. Came up, that's on me. That's a song, nah, not nah, an album. Nah, nah. No, it's a song, but it was tied. Nothing was the same, and Good Kid, Mad City was a tie. So I'm, I'm giving you my. They oh, were number one. Yeah, man, they were man. both. They were both my favorite ones. Oh, okay, to go okay, at number man. one. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, I just yeah. gave you. I gave you. Nothing was the same with your Drake album. That was the blue. album. Yeah, that was that was tied. That was with you know he's like looking out in the clouds or some shit. His head yeah, in the yeah, clouds. Yeah. That project. And Good Kid, Mad City. I had them both. It was like okay, great okay. I didn't know we were able to do that. I mean, I didn't know we were doing honorable mention. So I just, <laughs> that that shit came out of nowhere. So I just, you know, hit you with a surprise tie at the end. So you, that was, that's your 10? That's my 10. Give us your list of your 10. Okay. Black Messiah by D'Angelo okay. and the Vanguard. Nostalgia slash Ultra, Frank Ocean. Control by Scissor. Seat by the Table by Solange, Forest Hills Drives by J. Cole, Anti by Rihanna, Watch the Throne by Kanye West, Jay Z. Wait a minute, hold up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Uh, Damn by Kendrick, uh, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy by Kanye, and uh, Good Kid Mad City by Kendrick, and with the tie, I don't care, changed my mind. <laughs> it's not <laughs> nothing was the same by Drake. <laughs> so okay. those are my yeah. So that's your ten. That's my ten. Okay, my ten. Uh, mine's are not in order. Mine's are not in order in ranking. These are just my ten. I got Justin Timberlake, Twenty Twenty, Beyonce, the Beyonce self-titled album, Kendrick Lamar, Dumb Blonde, self-titled, Jay Z, Magna Carter, Beck, Hyperspace. Snoop Dogg, Bush, Nipsey Hussle, Victory Lap, Miguel Kaleidoscope Dreams, and J. Cole Forest Hill. That's my 10. Um, and, you know, we both have the honorable mentions. You know what I thought about when, when I was making this list, when I had to do this little homework? Mm. We actually did have some good music that came out over this past decade. Some dope music that's going to stand the test of time. And that's going to, this was actually harder than what I thought it was going to be. I, I was trying to put, like, House of Balloons, The weekend. Yeah. That oh, shit, shit. bro. I wanted yeah. it. I wanted to put it on here, but it was just, I was just like, it's so many other fucking albums I can name. Right. That was up there with The weekend. You feel me? It's a lot, bro. Yeah. It's, we actually had some, <laughs> some dope, solid projects that, that came out this past, uh, this past decade. So, I mean... Music, real music is still here. Dope music is still here. You could still purchase and listen to whole albums, whole projects. You can still enjoy them. You know what I mean? Everybody tried to, everybody's, I mean, the digital age and streaming did change the way we consume music and the way certain artists make music. But, you know, here we are looking back on the 10 best albums to us over the decade, over this last decade. And, you know, it was some good solid shit some like some of these artists that's been out you know jay-z you know has been out you know for what almost two over two decades and i i think that magna carta is one of his top five albums you know what i mean J- beyonce's been out for a long time you know what i mean if you've been fucked with kendrick lamar kendrick lamar's been out for a long time good kid mad city yeah 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 you know what i mean um you gotta think about and bro like we didn't even Fucking soundtracks, bro. There's some dope fucking soundtracks. What's now. a dope soundtrack that came out this decade? Black Panther. Oh, yeah. I mean, okay. You like yeah. The Lion well, King? No, definitely, definitely. Black Panther was hard. You know what I mean? TD. Shout out TDE. Top Dog. But uh, You didn't fuck with Lion King soundtrack? Nah. Nah? I, I didn't get into it. Uh, That's the one with the Beyonce stuff. Yeah. It was cool and fun the first time I listened to it. And I loved it the first time, but I never went back and listened to it again. And Pharrell did some shit on that too. I don't like. I don't know why. I didn't. I I, I think I would have liked it if Beyond. Oh shit! I'm gonna. Get, we'll get the Beehive's gonna attack us. I think I would have enjoyed that Lion King album if Beyonce wasn't on it. And I and I mm. think I didn't like the Lion King. I didn't. I was unable to consume that Lion King album because that's not what I wanted from Beyonce. 
So you heard it first, Beehive. Don't, uh, yeah, just follow Sean. Yo, you attack me. If, if y'all attack me, you, y'all, you, you were the flea hive, not the beehive. You didn't hear it from a tally. You heard it from Sean. You heard it from Sean live. So if you're going to attack anybody, just know, attack the dude with the hat. Not me. <laughs> I, t- I, yeah, I didn't, I didn't, that's not what I wanted from Beyonce. So I didn't. I think if somebody else was, if a random bitch was on it, I would have probably enjoyed it. Beyonce sounded great on the album, and Beyonce did her thing on the album, and the visual, the spirit song, and the little Blue Ivy feature and stuff like that. But that's not what I wanted from Beyonce at that time. Did I wanted you, like did you Beyonce. Like the, did you like the Star is Born soundtrack? Uh, I like that Lady Gaga song. That song was dope. And I didn't like that when it first came out. I liked it towards the end, mm. when it was like dying down. That was actually good. That's a good soundtrack, actually. Um, Lady Gaga could sing, so, I, but it's not about Lady Gaga. Um, <laughs> <laughs> it's about Justin Timberlake and um, Pharrell. Yeah, and Timberland. What? Well, no, <laughs> well, so um, th- this is a whole different uh episode. I could dedicate an uh, episode to Pharrell and Timberland. There's so many other dope producers, though. Over the years, what happened? You forgetting it's it's a lot of other dope producers, bro. Oh yeah, but they don't last as long. They, I mean, they just we. You fuck, you fuck with Mike Dean. You fuck with Mike Dean. Mike Dean. Mike Dean. I mean, nah. He, I, I know a few songs here and there. I'm sure we do. He probably got a few number one songs, but it it just don't last as long. You know what I mean? Um, and I just don't think that they're innovative. I, I so I don't know if Pharrell's innovative. I mean, that's that's. That's a that's a discussion we could have, but Timberland is definitely innovative. Didn't Pharrell get hit with like a crazy lawsuit for like? Yeah, he stole that. Uh, I mean, not stole. He he was inspired. Inspired from oh, that okay. Marvin Gaye song. I said no. He was his- he was even no. It was some shit. I think something happened with Neptunes. He was with the Neptunes. He oh, had some remember, shit that happened. That. No, 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 Pharrell slander though. No, let me. But it's but but it's the same shit with Pharrell. I mean, he makes the same five songs over and over and over. I think Timberland is innovative though. I think Tim Timberland is the one who pushes boundaries, and you know what I mean. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So oh yeah, I like. I mean, no, no ID is dope. I like. Uh. Um. Tim Joints is dope. Who else I fuck with? Other producers and songwriters. I mean, J. Cole is dope. I wish J. Cole did more like outside production. I think Miguel is a dope producer when he does his own shit. Um, what's the guy's name that did the fucking double up? Uh, and Kendrick Lamar loved what's his name? Teddy Hilton or something like that. Yeah, I think he's dope as fuck. So there's a lot of songwriters and producers that came up in this last decade who, you know are innovative and who pushes boundaries and at the same time have their own sound. So it's not always about Pharrell and Timberland. I just like Pharrell a lot and Timberland a lot because they just do. Nah, those don't nah, <laughs> they, they fucking dope as fuck. They, they are legends. So yeah, nah, I agree. They always but, fuck shit uh, up. Yeah, that was our, that was our 10, man. Um, I'm sure we're going to get a lot of feedback from this because and a dope, another dope thing too. We both got diverse tastes taste of music, so that's that's because I did not expect that list from you at all. No, uh, I didn't expect. I expected um more like uh the insane clown posse. Get the fuck out like of here! Horror, horror <laughs> type of music, <laughs> Tech Nine and shit. I want. I expected that type of stuff. <laughs> I'm Tech joking, Nine, man. nah. But I honestly, bro, like. This list was so, y'all, everybody's listening. This shit, I'm trying to tell you, this list was, is, it was more, it was annoying to try to make this list. To narrow it down to 10, because I started off with like 30, and I had to keep going back and revisiting my list, and it was just like, I couldn't wrap my finger around it, but I figured it out, and 10 was cool, but I, it's, I honestly, it's like, I, I got like 50, but... The homework yeah, was the homework was was about to be named ten albums this decade for, that came out in each year, but that would have been 
this was actually a lot of work. No, it definitely was. Yeah. So, but you know, again, dope music is still made, and you know, there's real artists out there that's putting out dope product. So just because you know we could stream shit, we could still music. We don't have to steal it anymore. <laughs> I don't think getting paid for this or not. You know how that shit work out? The royalties and stuff with the streaming. I do. It 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 all depends on certain stream numbers and the percentages and um. It, it's it's broken down different for each platform. It's, okay. Uh, yeah, it's it's all it's all about being. But strategic. they're not making as much money as they were back in the day. I mean, I know this. I mean, we all know this. But so what I'm saying though, the point I'm trying to make is that the, you know these artists are uh, that we love are still out here doing the work of the Lord with giving us providing us with good quality product. Keep them coming. Keep them coming. Please keep, coming. keep dropping dope different type of shit because that's that's what we need right now um 2020 yo like for some reason oh, Sean, yeah, just, I, I feel like it's gonna be it's, it's gonna be crazy it's gonna be crazy crazy year for for art and just for everyone all the creatives out there and the artists it's, it's gonna be nuts definitely man i'm looking forward to seeing what what is in store for this next decade 2020 to 2030 it's crazy cars supposed to be fine by now but, you know, if any artists, including yourself, Atali, listen to this, you know, keep keep doing, making great music, you know, don't let the streaming shit deter you from, you know, making, giving us good quality product because you too will be on the list in 2030, hopefully. Yeah, man. <laughs> fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Get rid of, hey, everybody out there that's trying to be, you know, inspiring a creative artist man like leave the bullshit behind and, and you know what I'm saying in the last decade and like you know let's start fresh let's get it in right now Definitely. fuck waiting fuck waiting for the first man you got time right now fuck it right 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 and you know the, i guess the purpose of this is whoever's listening to this including my co-host the goal should be to make the list of the 2030 be here making music for a decade that'll be dope and maybe we'll be talking about you and have you on the show at the end of the decade if we're still here what's up world Corey james here make sure you check out my new project where it's with friends volume one and keep it locked on asap with sean allen we gonna be here if they don't kill us. We gonna be here if the beehive. I'm gonna come get your ass. <laughs> the, I don't know. No, I'm if good. Anybody, if anybody attack me, it's the flea hive. They're not called the beehive. They're called the the flea hive. I'm good because the flea hive, the beehive is in love, and the flea hive is the people who bring terror. Fleas oh, like dog man. flea hive. Man, they gonna get you, bro. But they anyway, man, we're about to close this out, man. Anything you gotta say, Atali? Uh, happy New Year. You know what I'm saying? Everybody, blessings. Um, just be grateful, man. Shit, show gratitude every day. And, you know, just don't do it for the gram. Happy Kwanzaa. Hit me up at Sean Allen Live on every platform. You can follow me at Atali, A-T-H-A, the number one I-E, all across the board on all different platforms. All right, see you guys on the next one. Peace. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. 
The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. On Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.